Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham, and this time around, we're going to talk sports. On the show this time, I would like to welcome Andy T-Rex and Tyler Davis. They're both with the Portland Lumberjacks rugby team. Andy, you're the president. Tyler, you're the former president. Now you call yourself just a player, right? (laughs) (laughs) That is correct, yes. (laughs) So let's talk about the Portland Lumberjacks, you guys. Tell me all about it. Andy, we'll start with you. You're president. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, the the Portland Lumberjacks Rugby Football Club is uh, based here in Portland, and we're an all-inclusive rugby club dedicated to learning and teaching and playing rugby, and in the meantime, making new friends and celebrating, celebrating each other. So why do you play rugby? How did you choose rugby as your sport? Oh, um, well... There's many reasons, uh, but, you know, to name a few, like, just to be a little cliche, um, it's said that rugby is a game for hooligans played by gentlemen, um, which speaks to the incredible, incredible emphasis on, like, sportsmanship and where two teams come together and play, like, a very physical and mental game for two 40-minute halves, um, but then they go and eat and drink together afterwards. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a wonderful game. And on a, on a personal level, the rugby community has been my family. And every day I'm just so grateful for the love and companionship that I found not only with the Portland Lumberjacks, but with any other team that I've been uh, lucky enough to be a part of. When compared to other sports, uh, rugby is a pretty rough and tumble sort of game. You know, like football is pretty rough. Soccer, I guess, is probably pretty rough. But rugby, I would think, is the one where you're going to get a broken bone, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, things things do happen. Um, you're going to get so scraped really, up at the very least. Sure, at the very least. And, uh, you know, preferably very muddy and <laughs> having a good time and, you know, it's really, there's a really strong emphasis on keeping the sport safe. And um, it's, let's see, 
there's a strong emphasis on keeping the the sport safe and like the the technique. There's a lot of technique in there where the tackling. Um, it's really about using the other players' momentum to to bring them down for those tackles and um, safe ways to go into contact and. But, you know, things do happen. So I told you, Andy, just before we started this interview that I know pretty much zero about rugby. I've seen maybe a little bit of it on television. Is rugby a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game, you know, like compared to, like, uh, other sports? Um, I, it's all relative, I yeah. suppose. Um, <laughs> Depends on who you're playing. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, with with rugby. So one thing that's really interesting. So we have what's called a, a try, um, and it's when you pass. It, in football, it'd be called the touchdown zone, right? Right. And which is interesting because in rugby you actually have to touch it down, but we call it a try. And that's um, once you get in there and you touch the the ball down, that's five points, and then you're um, then that scoring team gets to kick between the uprights, and that's that's another two points. And I mean, sometimes both teams score a lot. Sometimes just a few times. Sometimes it's one team. Sometimes sometimes it's no teams that score. It all depends on on who's playing. I was kind of thinking about you know, like in hockey, it's like you you, you get one score. It's usually one to zero in the most time, most most of the time in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a game back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and nobody ever scores. <laughs> Let me introduce Tyler Davis one more time. He's a player with the Portland Lumberjacks Rugby Club. Tyler, tell me about you and and why you got into rugby. I would love uh, that question. So. Uh, I actually grew up playing football. I played football for about eight years, all through like youth, middle school, through high school. Um, and after high school, I didn't continue playing. And I really, really missed having, one, a physical sport and having that camaraderie associated with uh, uh, a close-knit team and, you know, working together for a, a similar goal. Uh, and it's actually really funny. I was in Baltimore for a conference uh, for school at the time. And I came, I met some guys from the Flamingos out there, another IGR team. Uh, and they took me to my first drag show. I met some of the rugby guys out there and they convinced me to come check out the Lumberjacks uh, when I got back into town. And the rest is history, really. How long have you been playing with the team? Uh, since 2017, so what year are we in? Almost five years, a little over five years now, I think, give or take. Awesome. Yeah, with the last couple of years in the pandemic, you kind of lose track of time. Like, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, every day just kind of blends together at this point. Yeah, is it 2020? Is it 2022? Is it 2019? I don't know. <laughs> How long have the Lumberjacks been around in Portland? Uh, the team was founded in 2015 and prior to that they were also known uh, there was another iteration before lumberjacks called the avalanche which was the first attempt at forming an igr team uh out of portland uh and that didn't that ultimately disbanded and then they reformed uh, i think one or two years later as the portland lumberjacks and they've just uh we've just taken off since um and uh we have still several like legacy players who are around from the early days 
Um, and like Andy mentioned, it's a really, really tight knit community to where even if people aren't active players or they aren't uh, uh, around much anymore for the games, we're all still getting together regularly. Like one of our buddies uh, owns a bar. So we always like watch rugby down there and stuff. And he was also the former president of the club before I took over. Awesome. So it's, it is really tight and close. Yeah, that sounds like it. That's great. Tyler, you've mentioned IGR. Tell me about uh, what IGR rugby is. Yeah. Uh, so IGR is International Gay Rugby. And so the Lumberjacks are the only IGR team based out of Oregon. The closest one is our sister team, the Quake, up in Seattle. They're wonderful guys. Um, but IGR was formed in early 2000. Uh, and it was basically a bunch of rugby teams around the world wanted to come together to make rugby a more inclusive and accepting sport for people of all like gender expressions and sexualities. Uh, and it's really grown from that to where I think there are around 148 teams over uh, 20 different countries. And so oh. one of the best things about IGR rugby, right, is, uh, you know, the emphasis on inclusivity. And so the Lumberjacks, we pride ourselves on, being open to people regardless of like uh, sexual sexual orientation, gender expression, you know, a physical ability level, right? We really just want to be able to teach people how to play rugby and share our love of rugby to other people in the community and show people that, you know, anybody can play, right? Um, and then one of the cool things that IGR does is every two years is the Bingham Cup. Uh, what is actually happening this year uh, in Ottawa in August. And so we're planning to send our team there to compete. And so that should be a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. That's a little bit closer to home. It hasn't it been in uh, Europe a few times? Yeah, the last one, 2018, was in Amsterdam. Okay. Well, tell me about the Bingham Cup because it's something pretty special. It is. It really is. Um so the Mark Kendall Bingham Memorial Tournament, which we often just refer to as like the Bingham Cup, uh, was founded in, I believe, 2002, uh, right after right after 9-11, which is kind of a weird, weird, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a good story. Um, so a major player in the IGR league or IGR teams here who founded a couple other teams and played for the San Francisco Fog. Mark Bingham was on flight 93 on 9-11 and uh, which is one of the flights that was diverted off of the path to, I don't remember where it was crashing, but it was diverted off the path. And because, you know, people stormed the cockpit to try and uh, stop the hijackers from accomplishing their goal. And Mark Bingham was one of those uh, people that helped storm the, the cockpit. And so in his honor, they started the Mark Bingham memorial tournament uh every two years uh which is really great and so it's a great way to honor him and his legacy and to really just bring the community together uh every two years and it is the largest amateur tournament uh i'm sorry largest amateur rugby union tournament in the world wow. and so last year or not last year the last tournament 2018 cause, you know it's been a four-year gap because of covid uh, had 74 countries, I mean, 74 teams from 20 different countries playing together, which was thousands of players. And that was just a fantastic experience. That is really great. And this year you say it's in Ottawa, Canada. So kind of close to home, sort of. 
Yeah, still an eight-hour flight from the yeah. West Coast, which is, still you know, isn't too bad, but a little obnoxious because I don't know about you, but I'm not the biggest fan of flying. Yeah, not exactly. <laughs> Well, let me introduce Andy T-Rex once again, the president of the Portland Lumberjacks Rugby Club. Andy, where and when do you guys play? Um, so practices right now are Mondays and Wednesdays at uh, Bloomington Park in southeast Portland at 7 p.m. Um, but our, our home games are often at Northgate Park. And uh, one of the things we say in rugby is that Saturday's a rugby day. So most often our games are on Saturdays. Um, we also will travel. We sort of go wherever rugby takes us. Um, we often go up to Seattle to play the Quake. Um, as we had talked about, there's a lot of local teams in, in Portland as well that um, we really enjoy playing. And um, in May, there's a tournament in Missoula. We go to Bend and wherever wherever rugby takes us. You're willing to play and, just about uh, anywhere. That's great. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, if anyone's interested in keeping up to the the current games that and events that we have, we do have it on our our website as well. How about new players? Are you looking for new players? Absolutely. We're always open to new players at any point of the season, uh, regardless of their sexual orientation, gender identity, ethnicity, race, religion, physical ability, or even experience level. Um, we, we welcome everyone to, to come by. No questions asked. So why did you decide to, uh, and this is maybe going back to the beginnings of the Lumberjacks, but um, what, what was the decision to, to create a rugby team and a league that is so open? Uh, that's, that's a beautiful question. Um, you know, it's one of my favorite things about the Portland Lumberjacks is um, getting to play with these people who historically perhaps have been left out of a lot of uh, physical contact sports because of who they are or who they love. And it's, it's really important to have that representation um, in, in such a wonderful sport that has this, this kind of community. And it's, uh, it's really important to, to have that. Absolutely. Tyler, you said that you uh, played football growing up, right? Is that, am I right? Yes. I okay. Did. So yes, correct. what was it like for you to make the transition from, a, a, may I assume that you played on, on a straight football team to making uh, the transition to being on a gay football team, a rugby team? You know, people often like to compare rugby and football, right? But you really, you really can't. Um, the way that you're taught to engage with other players on the field in football and the way you're taught to tackle is vastly different than uh, rugby. So, like, looking at it, I think there's really two sides, right? There's the cultural component, and then there's also the, uh, the sport itself. Um, and as far as the sport itself goes, rugby is a lot more intense. Like, with football, as you know, you know, you have downs where you reset, you switch between offense and defense. You have different sides for offense and defense, right? Uh, you have timeouts. You have 
uh, a 15-minute halftime. Uh, and so you're able to kind of have, like, rolling subs with football. And rugby, it is 40-minute halves of nonstop, right? The only time you really stop the game is if somebody is injured. Um, and uh, you are this – or yeah – or uh, the same people play both offense and defense. So you don't have a person who's like, oh, I'm like an offensive guard and this guy is a defensive end only, right? So you're constantly switching back and forth and there's no real, uh, ouch, sorry, my cat. Uh, <laughs> there's, no real, there's no real reset. Um, and so the ball is constantly live and constantly moving and so you're constantly having to uh, adapt to that and have really high field awareness and watching the field of play while you're doing, you know, while you're playing. As far as like culturally goes, um, oh gosh, I don't, how, I don't know how inappropriate this might be to say, um, but coming from a team of straight guys, right, and being a gay person myself, and now playing the team of, you know, queer identifying individuals, people who are gender nonconforming and, you know, straight people as well. The, the real difference is that the straight people who play for us, right, take the time to learn and develop an understanding of what the queer experience is like, right? And so you're in a community that accepts you for who you are regardless uh, who you share similar struggles with of being part of a community that is often marginalized from participating in sports. Um, and then you have people who seek to better understand your experience where you can all play together as a team. Whereas with playing for a straight team, like in high school football, right, uh, there was none of that. Uh, you were condition- You were basically told to conform to the norms that existed within the the structure of the team. Um, and so it was just, it was really interesting dynamic to allow you to be a little bit more outward about yourself and your self-expression. Interesting uh, perspective. And you seem to have a perspective on both sides. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys say and the Portland Lumberjacks are an inclusive rugby team, you really mean inclusive. You will, you'll let anybody come in and play. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm just like really, I'm really amazed by um, how much the um, Portland Lumberjacks and the IGR community has really embraced the importance of this representation. And um, also I find too, that it's a really great continuation of the, the sport itself because of how, um, physically diverse the sport is. I mean, there there's a place for someone that highlights and celebrates the strength of any size or shape someone comes in. And I, I really don't think there are many sports that can um, say there is a position for everybody type. Um, I've, I've had folks on, on a team that were 95 pounds um, and they they have a, a position and a, a speed and they, they're they fierce just as much as the, the players who are 295 pounds. And um, rugby even will go a little further for with their modifications to be even more inclusive. There's, there's touch rugby, there's wheelchair rugby. I've 
I've even seen car rugby, but I don't <laughs> really know much about how that works. <laughs> that sounds like it could uh, dent a few rigs, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, a few, a few, I'm sure. <laughs> so, Andy, let me ask you, besides uh, getting involved by being a player, how can people get involved uh, by not joining the team? Are there other ways people can get involved? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, there's many, many ways to get involved in rugby. Um, if if you've played before but are are not playing anymore, I mean, you can, you can become a ref or uh, folks, whether or not you've played rugby, you're always welcome to come out to games. Uh, we have a lot of fundraisers that go year-round. We we have sponsors, both businesses and individuals, who want to ensure that people see representation of all types of people in sports. And, you know, I'll put a little plug in here, too, if you don't mind. Um, every bit matters, and I should say we love many fundraisers, too, so say you want a bunch of rugby players to show up at your house and get your garden ready for spring. Um, don't, <laughs> don't be shy about that either. Love that. Well, you do things like bingo nights and, and really involved with drag queens around town. Tell me more about those. Absolutely. Uh, we have bingo nights at Donnie Vegas. Um, dates and times are all on our website at Lumberjacks rugby.com um we have a big event coming up on april 9th it's the diva drag dinner and it's it's really one of our first real big fundraising events and we're doing it in partnership with some local drag queens who are very talented performers that we've we've worked with in the past and it's a really wonderful relationship that we have these folks because they use their talents to help us raise the funds to play the sport, which allows us to be a part of a family that embraces who we are. And in turn, we're able to support them in doing the same, which everyone has a fundamental human right to be true to themselves. And however that looks and the lumberjacks were founded with not only the principle of including everyone in this amazing sport, but also of giving back to the community in whatever form we can with a particular emphasis on empowering people within the LGBTQ plus realm. And the Portland Lumberjacks, um, you guys are a, a nonprofit, so you, you need this money to, to do what with? Tell us about what you do, what you use the money for. Uh, right. So a lot of the funds go directly to um, practice fields, um, jerseys for the team um, for the Diva Drag Dinner all the proceeds are going directly to the team to help us pay for um, going to Bingham Cup and um, this th we do need the funds for you know travel and lodging and um, being able to get where where we need to go yeah, it takes a lot of money to get to Ottawa, Canada to beat the other teams yeah. that are there, right? Just so you can go, go do some, yeah. some whooping. <laughs> and, and, you know, one of our goals also is to make sure that people are people have access to the sport and that um, finances are not 
a barrier. And some people have more resources than others, but it's being an inclusive team and an inclusive sport. Like it's really important that everyone gets to play. Awesome. Well, in the last minute or so that we have, tell me where we can watch the team play and also where we can get more information about the Lumberjacks. Tyler, would you like to plug that? Sure, I'm happy As long as he's not being attacked by a cat again. (laughs) You know, he just likes to play and doesn't like it when he's on the center of attention. So we currently have two upcoming matches. Uh, Well, we, we have three, one this weekend in Salem. Uh, but we have two, one uh, April 2nd up in Seattle. We're playing the Quake, uh, who is one of our favorite teams to play against. And then we'll have a home game April 9th, uh, the same day as the Diva Drag Dinner. Um, we'll be having that match prior to the, the dinner. And again, against the Quake. Um, but like Andy mentioned, you know, we have practices Monday, Wednesday, 7 p.m. at Bloomington Park. And we always keep our social media and website updated with uh, match details and practice information. And so our website is lumberjacksrugby.com. And you can find us on Facebook at PDX Lumberjacks. And I can attest to that because that's how I found you as you kept showing up in my Facebook feed. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to know that ads work. Your then. Facebook advertising is working. <laughs> Excellent. We, we, also, uh, we also have a an instagram as well lumberjacks rugby uh and we have a lot of the similar information and also you get to see rugby pictures that folks have taken at the games or like at practice and with the team and those rugby pictures are always a lot of fun excellent well thanks you guys this has been fun thanks for being on the show Thanks so much for having us. It's a pleasure. We've been talking today with Andy Rex and Tyler Davis with the Portland Lumberjacks rugby team. Thanks again, guys. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.